Hey, it's Kaylin Priest, and you are listening to the Wholehearted Business Podcast. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm sharing with you the five keys of a failure-proof launch. I love launching so much, which is hilarious to hear myself say because a couple of years ago when I first started really testing out and playing with this launch model, I didn't love it very much. And so I've come a long way in my belief and my understanding of what a launch is and the power of a launch. And so I'm really excited to share some of these keys that I've discovered that can kind of make or break your launch with you today. And all of this is in preparation for this new program that I'm offering that I've never sold before. This will be the very first flagship launch of this program that I'm calling the Failure Proof Launch. How's that for a promise? It's so good, right? And I have a lot of confidence in that promise. I'm going to tell you why here in just a minute. Well, okay, first, let me me make sure we're all on the same page. What is a launch? A launch is when you sell an offer that you make available, whether it's a product or a service or something else that you make available for a certain amount of time. And then you close the doors. So basically there's like this limited availability built into the offer itself. And pretty much a lot of businesses function with this launch model. And there is another way to do things, which is called an evergreen model, which is where you have a certain, certain products or offers that are available around the clock that you can buy anytime and on demand. And basically these are the two options that you have for how to run your business. You can operate a launch model or you can can offer an evergreen model or you could have a combination of the two, which is what a lot of business owners choose. So you can kind of have the best of both worlds. So let me tell you a little bit about my timeline, my experience with launches. I actually went back in preparation for this program that I'm opening and for this podcast episode, I went back and looked at every single launch that I've done over the last two years. And I've done 17 launches over the last two years of a lot of different offers all over the place. They change, they morph, they evolve every single time I launch, which is one of the sneaky secrets about why I love launches so much. But in my early days of launching, my experience was basically like, I just felt like launches were the worst thing ever because it's like, oh, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do all this work and all this preparation and make this like big to do about this offer, this thing that I'm selling in the world and put in all this time and effort. If it's product business, there's probably like an inventory investment that you have to put up in advance to create the product and sell it. And then I'm going to like kill myself talking about it for a week or two And then I'm going to be super exhausted and I don't even know if it's going to work or not. That sounds like the worst business model ever. Well, let me tell you why my perspective has changed on that. But basically, um, one of the very first times that I ever actually ran a real launch, there were a couple of times I tested launches with Poppy Seed Play with my product business, but I didn't really figure out this really cool launch model until I started selling my Etsy seller goldmine course. So just to make sure everyone's on the same page, you can run a launch model with physical products with digital products, with high ticket services, with low ticket services. And I happen to have experience with all of those, but I really started to really like play around with this first with my digital course offer. And like the way that I would have, I would have described my launches to you was that they felt like a marathon condensed into like a few days of work. It was like a a few months of effort condensed into a week of a, you know, quick launch. 
that left me feeling depleted and exhausted and tired and sometimes frustrated if it didn't go the way that I wanted it to. And yeah, <laughs> I, I really didn't like lunches in the beginning, but I've also realized there's some reasons why I didn't like it. And it's because I was kind of doing it the wrong way. And I went into it with totally the wrong expectations and totally the wrong mindset, which I'm going to talk more about today too. But now I think launches are really powerful. And if I had to narrow it down to the top three reasons why I think launches are super powerful, one, because it is its own compelling event. Those of you who sell products will really resonate with this, but it's really hard to get people to buy stuff unless you give them some kind of a reason to get off the fence today. And if you're selling the same product all year long and it's the same and they can buy it anytime, it can be really hard for people to actually like get out their credit card and actually make the purchase because it's so hard and time consuming to do that, right? I'm joking because it's not, but just in our modern day crazy world, even that is a big ask to get to get people to make a decision and to actually place the order can be kind of a big ask. And so I love the power of launches because they have they are their own compelling event. They get people off the fence because it's something that's available for a limited amount of time. They have to make a decision. And if they want to get the special pricing or the special bonus or the gift with purchase or whatever it is, speaking of product businesses specifically, there's so many different cool ways we can layer your offer for if you if you have a digital product or if you offer a service, a coaching service or anything like that, that we can make your launch offer super compelling. But I also really love launches because two, they actually do work because of that. They really help people get off the fence and make a decision. And the third reason why I love launches so much is because of what I learn from them. I get so much data in the seasons where I'm running a launch because I'm really engaging with customers and they're really engaging with me and they're asking questions and they're giving me feedback about my offer and I'm testing out different ways to talk about things all the time and I'm testing out different offers all the time and I'm testing out different ways to sell things all the time. So the past two years of 17 launches, that's basically a launch almost every month, not quite. Um, I've launched a lot of things and so I have some valuable insights to share with you and things that I've learned, some hacks, or I guess you could call them, that I have stumbled upon in my experience over the last few years of running these launches. And so I want to share some of those with you today and also prep you. You know, I'm running a launch right now, in case you can't tell. I'm running a launch for my launching program called the Failure Proof Launch. And so I want to give you some really cool insights to help you prepare for that program if it feels like the right fit for you. So let's get into it. The thing that absolutely lights my soul on fire about not only the launch model, but also teaching women how to launch stuff is that basically what I want to teach you is the art of self-promotion. I want to teach you how to talk about your stuff. I want to teach you how to talk about it a lot. I want to teach you how to get loud in talking about your stuff. And for those of you who feel shy or feel scared putting yourself out there, that's going to feel a little bit frictiony for you for a little bit, but stay with me because I'm going to make it so easy. A caveman can do it. I want to teach you how to promote yourself so that you never have to worry about how to make money again, because the answer to that question, hmm, how should I make money? The answer to that question will be promote something that I've created. Like I said, whether it's a product or a service or some other kind of offer, how can I make money? Oh, I'm going to go promote something that I've created. And that's why I get so like, I get chills on my arms when I talk about this because this is so powerful and this is how I've created my income over the last two years 
and built two multi-six-figure businesses in a very short amount of time because of the power of launches and all the amazing things that I've learned from them. And if you can learn and adopt some of these skills, like me saying the words, your income will become limitless or basically is limitless. Like I'm not just saying that. That's true. You could truly take these launches as far as you want. You could take them as big as you want. It's not unheard of to have seven-figure launches or multi-seven-figure launches. I haven't had that experience yet, but like the the big companies that do these launches or the big coaches or influencers that you see doing these launches, they're running this a similar model, but with my without my cool little nuances that make launches way fun and way less intimidating. So after you guys listen to this episode, you're going to be watching my content and seeing my emails and you'll be able to identify all the time which phase I'm in. I'm always in a phase of a launch. Always. Always. I'm always either nurturing or hyping up a new offer. That's the phase that I'm in right now, just in case you can't tell. Or I'm in the phase of actually selling an offer. So anytime you watch my stories or read my emails, now you're going to know one of my sneaky secrets. It's not sneaky and it's not a secret because I'm going to share it with you today. So let's talk about the five key pieces of a failure-proof launch. Number one, this is the most important. It is a commitment to keep trying. I am even going to call this like a launching lifestyle of your business where you you, you just know what you're going to do instead of like, running a launch and you're so scared of it not working or you're scared of it failing or flopping and then you're scared of the question of like well now what do I do next the the answer to that question is built into the launch model the answer is you try again you get louder you launch you launch something else you launch something different or you launch the very same offer and you test out a couple of different tweaks you play around with it you pivot you have a willingness to test you have a willingness to try You have a willingness to put something out there, even though I know it's vulnerable and your brain's going to try to make you think that it's really scary. But if you can commit to even trying to do that, that's when your income will seriously become limitless. And that's basically what the last two years of my life has been, is figuring out this launch thing and playing around with different offers and testing different offers. And if you've been around for a couple of years watching me do this, you've seen me go from selling everything from my Etsy seller goldmine course, which I mentioned before, which I don't actually sell anymore, and then testing out selling Canva templates And then playing around with selling masterminds or group coaching programs or mini offers or Voxer events or things like that. And I also think launches are a really powerful way for you to get people's attention instead of just, you know, floating by and posting about the same offer, the same product over and over and over every day for years and not really seeing results from it. If that feels like a problem that you have had before, launching can really help with that. It can really help get people's attention for a certain amount of time. And then you get to sort of step out of the selling role. When you're finished selling the offer, then you don't have to sell anymore. And you get to take a break, recuperate, evaluate, and go back to the drawing board and then figure out the next fun thing to launch. So that's why I feel talking about this program that I'm offering and selling it to you as the failure-proof launch. Because the key to it not failing is built into the launching model, which is to keep trying. You cannot launch one time. And if you've launched something before and you've had it flop and it was super discouraging and frustrating, listen, I hear you. I've been there. But that is not enough information or data to say that didn't work and it's not worth trying again. The chances of you succeeding with launching are certain. 
I'm curious how that feels for you when you, when you try this on. Like basically your success with the launch model is guaranteed. I don't know how and I don't know when that will be. And you don't need to know that right now either. But like if you keep trying, your success is basically guaranteed. I shouldn't even say basically. It is guaranteed. And I want you to approach all of your launches anytime you create a new offer with the mindset of, I am going to stick around and play around with this and test and try this until I figure out what works. A lot of business owners show up thinking like, I'm going to timidly put this out there. And if someone says they're interested, then I will feel validated. And then I will feel like this is a really good offer. And then I will keep talking about it. But the problem with that is that that doesn't happen very often. And so if you are putting all of your eggs in the basket and, you know, if no one replies in the first two hours of you talking about your offer and says, where do I buy? Then you feel super discouraged and you think it's not a bad offer. We've got to completely rewrite that wiring in your brain because it takes people way longer than that to make a decision. But I want you to step into these launches with the mindset of I am here until this works, not if this works. I am here until this works. I'm willing to keep trying and I'm willing to keep testing. I'm willing to not tell myself the story that I'm a failure or that I did something wrong or that I'm not good enough or I'm not cut out for this because all of this, all of every single time you launch, every launch is working together for your good. It's all always working. And Every single time you launch, you're going to get better and better. It's going to be more and more effective and you're going to feel more momentum and confidence underneath you as you keep doing so. And that's only going to accelerate the rate at which your launches work. There are some common reasons that I see women quit or stop trying with their launches and usually it has to do with the discomfort. I have some news for you and this is that launching is probably not going to feel inside your comfort zone, which is why another reason why I love them so much. Launches by nature are going to ask you to expand your comfort zone. They're going to ask you to do things that might feel a little bit uncomfortable because they're going to ask you to put yourself out there, which is one of the key ways to grow your business that most women aren't doing because it's uncomfortable. So it's totally fine. Don't judge yourself for it. I used to feel that way too. Just good to know, right? To decide if you're willing to let your comfort zone keep you inside this glass ceiling of your earning potential too. If you're not willing to do that, then I want to invite you to come try a launch and try it my way because I think my way is pretty awesome. Next is if they, if you lack a confidence in your launching strategy or if you lack confidence in yourself or if you lack confidence in your offer, that can sort of cause a little bit of a mindset spiral where your brain is going to have all of these holes to tell you why you're not cut out for this and this is not ever going to work, which will then lead you to want to stop trying, which is what a lot of women do. But if you're willing to push through that and to talk back to your brain when it tells you why, gives you all the stories about why this was a failure and why you should be super embarrassed, if you're willing to talk back to your brain, we can create some pretty amazing results from your launches. A lot of women are telling themselves that they don't know what to say when they have a launch. I'm going to help you with that. Or if you feel like you're repeating yourself too much. I like to say if you feel like you're repeating yourself a lot, you're probably doing something right. If I could give you like two little tips to help your launches, it's that you need to give yourself way more time to talk about your offer and that you need to talk about your offer way more often than you think that you are. And this gets driven home to me every single time I launch something because it's very, very common for me to like, run, you know, build up hype for an offer 
for a couple of weeks, you know, a full week, two weeks, three weeks, and then start opening the cart for the offer. And I'll get a DM from someone saying like, so what is this? And it's like, oh my goodness, how do you not know? But it's not because it's their fault. It's just because of the way that they may not have checked stories for a couple of weeks and they may have missed the email or a million other reasons. Um, a few months ago, I was running a launch for one of my masterminds and I like went hard in my marketing. I tried to get as big and as loud as I ever had before. So I was sending emails pretty frequently. I think it was like at least like maybe once a day, maybe every other day for a week. Um, I got what I felt like it was super loud in my stories and in my content and I went live and all these things. And one of my good friends, I was like kind of venting to her about how I was frustrated about how this launch wasn't going the way that I wanted it to. And she was like, you're running a launch this week. I haven't seen anything about it. So again, my brain could have made that mean like, ah, I'm doing something wrong. This is so frustrating. These launches are way too hard. They take way too much effort. But instead it was just like, oh my goodness, even when I feel like my volume is at max (laughs) times 10, people still aren't seeing this information. And so it could be highly likely that your offer is freaking awesome, but people just aren't seeing it often enough that they remember or that they understand enough about it that they're ready to pay. Okay, then this leads me to item number two. Key number two to a failure-proof launch is having what I like to call a no-brainer offer. There's a really great book called $100 Million Offers by Alex Hermosi, where he talks about grand slam offers. And you'll see if you look at the cover of the book, the subtitle of his book is actually how to make offers so good that people feel dumb saying no. And I love that wording so much. I feel like it just pushes me to the next level in my thinking about my offers and the way that I'm talking about them. It's like, how could I make this so good that it would be really hard for someone to find a reason why not to buy and to really play around with that. And in the book, $100 million offers, he gives, he, he's created this, what he calls the value equation to basically, you know, lend to your ultimate goal of creating an offer that's so good that people feel dumb saying no. And it's basically, it's basically this. He says, if you can, one, get super duper clear about your client's dream outcome. If you can't answer that question, what is your client looking for? What do they want? What it What are their internal desires? What are they hoping for? What are they seeking for? We have to get super clear on what the answer to that question is. And then once we do, we have to help them see how we can help them increase their likelihood of achieving that dream outcome. And then the second half of the equation is that we have to help them decrease the amount of time they have to wait to get that outcome. And we have to decrease the amount of effort and sacrifice they have to make to get it. So if we take a weight loss offer, for example, which is what he actually talks about in the book, because it's such a good example, but if you want to help, if you're a coach and you want to help your clients lose weight, first we have to get super clear about what their actual dream outcomes are in regards to their weight loss, their health, all those things. If we can help them increase their perceived likelihood of achieving that goal and then decrease the amount of time they have to wait to achieve that goal and then decrease the amount of time and effort required or sorry the amount of effort and sacrifice required to get what they want it's going to be a pretty easy sell so I like to think about this with all my different offers I think this is super effective if you have products as well how can you help increase people how can you help people get what they want and how can you make it super fast and simple and effortless or more effortless for them to be able to do that key number three to help you build or create a failure proof launch I sort of just mentioned a minute ago, but it's this principle of giving yourself a longer 
runway to talk about your products. So I like to think of my launches in certain phases. And one of those phases is the phase where I'm talking about my offer before I'm actually selling it. So it's not even available yet, even though, you know, all of this with air quotes, because I could send anybody a link at pretty much any time if I've got like the payment link created. And so me saying like opening the doors or opening the cart is just like a fancy phrase for like when the time frame the period of time begins that they can actually purchase and then when the time frame ends with the ending being one of the most important pieces because we have to help people we have to build the compelling event into your offer so that people will actually make a decision and buy so in regards to giving yourself a longer runway for your offers you got to give yourself a longer runway <laughs> for your offers and i used to think i like to think back to when i was very first playing around with launches and things and trying to get my feet underneath me. I think about so many times when I would like spend a few hours creating this really cool workbook or like digital download that was actually like really valuable and really helpful for people. And I would create it in Canva and I'd make it super cute. And then I'd go to my stories and be like, here's this PDF that I made. Isn't it awesome? You should buy it here for $17 and put the link. And very few people would buy and I would feel super discouraged and embarrassed by that. And so then I would stop talking about my offer. (laughs) And it's like, it was a really good step. I'm really proud of myself for even like putting the offer out there because that's what a lot of people don't do. But what I have learned and that I now always do is I like to build in a longer runway. And I like to think of it like an actual airplane. If you have a gigantic airplane to get up off the ground, you're going to need a longer runway. If you have a small little mini offer, you probably don't need as long of a runway. I sort of have a personal rule for myself that mm, probably 95% of the time, anytime I sell an offer now, I give myself at least two weeks to talk about the offer, to build hype basically for the offer before it's even for sale. And that's just kind of my go-to rule of thumb that I feel like feels super good. I've tested out a lot of different things. I've tested out one week. I've tested out three. One feels too short. Three feels really long (laughs) for some offers, for like my smaller offers. For my big offers, I like to give myself even longer than that. Um, But for me, like that's just sort of like a thing that I have in my head of like, I need to plan in enough time to teach my audience what this offer even is, to teach them why it's a, why they're a good fit for it, to teach them why this is a good investment for them. I need to give myself time to do that. And so there are periodic times, maybe 5% of the time where I will throw up an offer like in a single day and be like, buy it here. It's for sale now. But that's the exception, not the rule. Most of the time now, I try to build in at least two weeks to talk about something, sometimes even longer than that, in order to build what feels like appropriate levels of hype for my offer. And like I said before, even if I do spend two weeks like really like chipping away at this and like really talking about this offer every day, I heard an analogy the other day of like these launches, instead of thinking about them, like you're going to swing your ax once and you're going to knock down the tree. You need to think of it as like you're going to swing the ax multiple times and every time you're going to just chip away at a little bit. And I like that analogy because it it lends to, you know, coming into launches with the thinking of like I'm going to keep trying this, I'm going to keep practicing. But the same is true for when you're running when you're in your hype building phase of your launch, the like you just have to keep talking about it over and over and over. And you don't need to feel like a broken record. You can talk about it in a lot of different ways and you can talk about it in ways that feel super fun and inspiring to you. 
but you've got to talk about it and you've got to talk about it a lot more than you think you do. Like I was saying before, key number four is similar to this. And I really like to think of launches as training your audience. So basically if you have historically sold something that's evergreen and it's available all the time and you want to play around with this launch model, you're going to find yourself needing to retrain your audience a little bit where you're going to tell them like, Hey, just so you know, this offer is available for a limited time. And I really mean that. (laughs) And this gets really fun because when your audience figures out that this is sort of your pattern and they know you're, you know, now I have people say like, I can't wait to see what you launch next. Or my friends and family even now will be like, how's your launch going? And like, they know, they know when I'm in a launch phase. This is what's super fun is when your audience sort of like catches on to the rhythm and they're part of the experience and they're part of the momentum of the launch. Then it's like every single time I launch, my momentum naturally builds with whatever offer I'm selling. Now more people are paying attention. More people have bought offers before. I want to help them come back and either buy again or, you know, become a one-on-one client or like kind of climb the ladder of my offers that I have. So there's definitely an element here of training your audience. And there's also an element of training your audience to engage with you during a launch and training your audience how to get excited about your offers and how to ask questions and how to respond and give you feedback and things like that. So I think that's another really cool tool about launches is that I like to say the phrase, they kind of like buy people's attention, which I mean, I don't actually mean that you're like paying any money to get their attention, but like their attention is their most valuable asset to you. And if you want them to even consider your offer, you got to get their attention first. And, you know, all those things like giving yourself a longer runway and talking about your offer a lot will help lend to that. Okay, this is the fifth and final key that you have to have if you want to have failure-proof launches. And I've mentioned this throughout this podcast, but I think this would be the perfect way to sort of wrap this up, tie it up with a bow, which is a belief that it is always working. It's always working because your brain is going to want to if you ever have a launch that doesn't go the way that you want it to, which I've had plenty of those too. And I'm just as happy and willing to talk about those as I am to talk about my super slam dunk success launches, but you have to sort of have this assumption, this deeply rooted core belief that it's going to work eventually. Like I said, I wish I could give you, I wish I had the crystal ball to tell you how many times you're going to have to launch before you have your slam dunk offer or how long it's going to take or when it's going to happen or exactly how and what the offer is going to be. I don't have all those answers for you. I don't think you need them right now either. Because if you are truly committed to this and you are truly committed to learn the lessons from each launch, then like, I I don't have, I don't worry about you. (laughs) I love, I have this really cool, unique perspective now as a coach where, you know, when I'm in the middle of my own business stuff, sometimes it feels like a launch that didn't go the way that I want is devastating and discouraging. And I have all these emotions and thoughts and feelings about it. But when I watch my clients go through launches, from more of like a bird's eye perspective, I'm like, dude, this is not a big deal. You've got this. This was just like a chapter in your story. How are you going to make your comeback? What are you going to learn from this? What are the takeaways that you're going to have? I can think of at least six launches right now that like some would consider a flop where they did not go very well. And I don't like even calling those launches a failure just feels like inaccurate. It just doesn't even feel like 
calling it a failure explains what actually happened because for most of those, well, every single one of those launches, I learned a lesson from every single one of those. And I could like go back and recap like in a sentence, what I learned from every single one of those launches that has gotten me to this place where now I launch stuff pretty effortlessly and I launch stuff all the time and it sells really well now. But I had to go through my own little seasons of where that story, I had to figure out what the key pieces were for myself. And I had to bet on myself and I had to really commit. And when it got uncomfortable and when it got crummy and when the feelings, the emotions came up, I had to really do some work. Like it sounds silly to talk about talking to your brain as work, but if you've ever done it before, it's effort and it takes a lot of time and dedication to bring your your brain back to, we've got this. We're going to figure this out. It's okay to feel disappointed about it right now. We're going to let the emotions move through our body and just like run their course. But when that's happened, then we're going to come back. And I actually have like a Google doc that I keep that it's just, I call it my launch journal. And every time I launch something, I come back and I write bullet points about lessons that I learned from every single launch. And because of my willingness to do that, and because of my commitment to take the lessons from every single launch, good or bad, crazy results or not so crazy results, I am committed to learning from every single one. And so my, the ease at which I launch things and sell things has become easier and easier and easier and easier over time. The last thing that I want to mention is I, I talked about at the beginning of this episode how I used to feel like launches were marathons. And what's cool about launches is that a lot of times because you have the launch built into your calendar, you know what days are like you need to have content available and you know which checkout pages you need to have available and which emails you need to send and on which days. And so you can schedule that out in advance, which is what I do for some of my launches. And so when I say that like my launches, especially for like my first few Etsy seller goldmine courses where I was launching like three or maybe four times a year, felt like a marathon, not because of the amount of work required, but because of the amount of mental overexertion my brain was running on itself. Like my brain was on a treadmill. It was going nowhere, but it was running at full speed because I was so unsure and I had so many doubts and I had so many fears. Is this going to work? I don't know if this is going to work. How I'll be so embarrassed if I put myself out there and no one buys. I will be so frustrated if I put in all this time and effort and no one buys. I have, like I said, had to practice retraining my brain to just not think about launches that way and to really lean into the element of faith. Launches are an act of faith. They're one of the biggest acts of faith that I've experienced in my business because they do require a certain amount of effort and putting yourself out there and getting uncomfortable and hoping for a result that you can't see until after the cart is closed, right? It's an act of faith. And so when I, the more and more I've practiced leaning into trusting myself, this launch is part of my launching lifestyle. If it doesn't go the way that I want, I'm going to learn something from this launch that I'm going to put into action on the next one that's going to get me even closer and even closer to getting the results that I want. And not just like having launches where I make, you know, 10 grand, but moving into like 20 grand launches, 30 grand launches, 40, 50 plus. And I hope to someday have like really cool six-figure launches. Like I said, I'm not there yet, but I'm on the path to get there. And I know that I am. And this is how you get there. This is the path is to keep trying and to not give up and to trust 
your gut and lean into your intuition and lean into getting data and feedback from your audience. You get information from your audience during the launch that you just can't get creating free content on Instagram. I just, there just is no other way to get feedback from your audience about your offers, about how you can help them, about what they want from you, what they're looking for without running a launch, which is why I'm so passionate about it and why I want to help you run one. So keep your eyes peeled. I'm going to be opening the doors for my failure proof launch program on December, Monday, December 4th. So go enjoy your holidays with your families or at least your Thanksgiving holiday. And then when you're ready, I want to help you start to think about and plan and schedule a launch that you want to run in the month of January. January is like the best month to launch stuff because people are excited. They're rejuvenated after the holidays. They have goals. They have things they want to get done, things they want to work on, and they want your help with it. So if you've been thinking about launching something in January, I think January is a great month to launch stuff. And I think any month is a great time to launch stuff too. But if you're thinking about possibly running a launch in January and you want basically a personal tutor to walk with you through the experience of planning your launch, including like which days you're actually going to open the cart, what your offer is going to be, what you're going to talk about in your content leading up to your open cart phase and all of those good things, that's what we're going to be working on together inside the Failure Proof Launch Program. So again, keep your eyes peeled, watch for emails, watch for a million Instagram posts, mostly stories probably actually. <laughs> Hang out with me in my stories and I'm going to share all the details about it there, but I can't wait to see you inside. And I hope that whatever launch is in your near future, whether it's in January or later, that you can remember these lessons and remember this podcast from Kaylin, where she said, just trust the process, trust that it's going to work. If you keep at it and you don't give up, Hey, thank you so much for listening in today. Are we already friends on Instagram? If not, come over and follow me at kaylin.priest. It's the best way to get tons of free value that I put out into the world through my content and also to stay up to date on my current offers and ways that you can get more support and coaching from me. So come over, follow me on Instagram and send me a DM to say hi and let's be friends.